Blog Talk Radio.
I'm around as an adult too. But anyway, uh, JB, introduce yourself. Yes, sir. From CT Original down in GA, y'all know who it is. Little Big Brother JB, also known as the Voice of Reason. Your boys back, JB, for another tilt. Glad to be with my homies, my boys, my bros. Chop it up, talking about some NFL. Get right into it. It's going to be feeling like midseason, five minutes into it. So I'm already hyped and excited. Let's roll. All right. And here we are. We are back. And a couple of comments, just kind of in general comments. And then we're going to jump into the first topic. First topic is Deshaun Watson. But I, I really enjoyed watching the, the, the sports media argue with themselves over the last several months. It even got so bad that Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith had an argument. That's how bad it got. But I really enjoyed watching people on different networks arguing with each other. I, and, and, and a lot of it was basketball-related, but there was some football. But it was just in general, you know, they're all trying to get this, the story and that, and, and then you got Draymond and the new media. and all. It, it was, having been on this podcast for a number of years, and now I find it funny, and I will agree with me, but now now podcasting is the hottest thing since sliced bread. Everybody and their mama doing a podcast now. We've been at this over a decade, okay? So I'm just saying, hey, I ain't Draymond. We ain't Draymond. Or we ain't, you know, Ryan Clark, who actually has a pretty good show. We not them guys. We not, you know, LeBron and the, the, the athlete or whatever the fuck that. We're not any of them. But what we have is authenticity and genuineness here. And we've been doing this a long time. When it wasn't sexy, still here doing podcasts. And you know what? When the fad passes and these guys, you know, go and do they, their endorsements and all of that, we still going to be here doing what we do. And I dare I say as good or better than anybody. So if you like us, tell somebody. If you don't, tell me and I'll make it better. On that note, I want to talk about Deshaun Watson. Um, I have a few things. It's probably not going to be popular, but when did I ever care about being popular? But um, I'm curious if any of you guys have been following it, and if any of you guys, because we don't rehearse. We don't, matter of fact, I don't even know if the guys even know what we're talking about tonight. <laughs> so, so this, you know what I mean? This, that's how good we are. That we can just jump right in because we all football heads. So, um, any thoughts? Do you guys have any? If not, I'll run with it. But do you guys have any thoughts on the whole Deshaun Watson saga? Man, it's a hot mess is what it is. I mean, it's just, let me find my music. music. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> when, when you think about it, there's two aspects of it. I mean, obviously, there's what's front and center, all the, the lawsuits that have been filed against him. You can even talk about the huge contract that he got and how that mixes in with everything. But when you got, I don't know how many, what was it, 67 some odd requests over a 17-month period and got 24 women filing against you, but then 23 out of the 24 settle, I mean, I'm not sure which side of the fence I fall on. I mean, obviously, first and foremost, those that are victims uh, and, and have been placed in a predicament that was unfortunate for them, I, I, I get where they're coming from. But at the same side, same token as that, when you got 23 out of 24 being settled out of court, if you feel strongly with what's transpired, why are you one of those 23? I'm, I'm, 
I'm a little lost with that one. I, I don't quite get that. And then there's the the attrition part that the, you know being contrite. People had their their naysayers about that. There seemed like there's just a, a spider web of confusion in regards to it, and and nobody seems to be able to untangle any of it. Okay. Anything else, Asa, Train? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's one of those things where it's the NFL PA, you know, they try to negotiate a deal that, you know, gave it a six-game suspension, which seems pretty uh, egregious. You know, you don't want pure um, Roger Goodell, the NFL. Your brand, who has, by the way, the highest-paid player, become a target of infamy and controversy, and it tarnished your product, not to mention all the women and all that stuff and all, and all of them who apparently have been affected by this. Um, you know, we, we absolutely, uh, listen, I mean, if, if Deshaun is, is innocent, that's fine. That's one thing, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of people. And given his last interview where he apologized, makes me wonder how innocent he is, but you know, it, it, for the NFL, I'll put it like this, you can't have, or at least you should, it, it would look, if you have, Calvin Ridley set out for a $1,500 gamble in sports betting, but then, you know, Deshaun gets six games. One is a much bigger player than the other. Um, and I would I think most people would agree that the allegations are far more serious than the, you know, the parlay bet. So I think the NFL probably should take action on this pretty strongly, um, regardless to, again, Ensure that their brand isn't under strife for for what's going on and, and what happened. Shane, anything to add? Man, just take the six games and get it over with. I really am tired of talking about this dude and these women. This is kind of silly. Should have, he did something wrong, he should have been convicted. So what are we really talking about? Mm. So, so. I'm kind of in the Dr. Train camp, to be totally honest with you. I think this is, this is first of all, little little legal training for anybody curious. Criminal courts have a higher burden of proof than civil courts, okay? It didn't meet the, the criminal court standard, so there were no criminal charges. So now you go civil. Civil is me against you. Civil is more likely than not. Is it more likely than not that this happened? doesn't mean it happened. It's just more likely than not. That's the burden of proof. You tip the scales just a little bit to your favor, and you generally will win in a me-against-you case. The reason why 23 people settled is because their lawyers said, look, we can take this to trial, and after I get my fee, here's what you're going to get. Or he's offering this because his lawyer said, look, we need to, get, get, we need to just get rid of this. And you're gonna, you're gonna, you're actually going to spend less money settling than if we have to go to court. So we're gonna make them a settlement. Their lawyers are gonna say take the settlement because they're gonna walk away with more money. Period. And their whole lives don't have to get dragged through the mud through TMZ and National Enquirer and whatever other. So that that's what that is. He apologized because somebody said, you know, there's going to be a point in time where someone's going to say, even if you didn't break the law, you clearly did something hurt these women. You need to acknowledge it. From where I'm sitting, there was, there was a negotiated 
third party that's supposed to review the case. She reviewed it. She gave him six games. Then the NFL has the right to um, appeal, which they did, and then Roger Goodell gets to appoint someone to hear the appeal to give more. I don't get it. What's the point? I don't understand. This is ridiculous. Okay, if he had, if he was going, if he had been convicted, and say because it was a first offense, he didn't go to jail, but they gave him probation, community service, and whatever else, you know, you know, treatment and whatever. Okay, that's not what happened. This is his word against theirs, and I get it. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of cases. I, I get it. I get it. But he didn't get criminally convicted. That's my problem here. So I agree with Train. It should have been the NFL. To me, now you have mud on your face. You tried to protect your brand, and now you're going right back to what was negotiated out, which is having Roger Goodell in the middle of this. That's what was negotiated out. Guess what? Now he's back in the middle of it. It's ridiculous. Give the man his suspension. Give him his six games, and let's just move on. Let's move on. That's it. That's how I feel. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah, they're 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 they are making this this worse the longer they drag this out. They really are. It's, yeah. it's worse for everybody. It is. I mean, I mean, I, yeah. yeah, worse for everybody. Yeah, I mean, I mean, twenty three women took the money and ran. Okay, so and I ain't mad at them. You know that that was their best option in all of this. So I'm not mad at them. One person is trying to, you know, she wants the book deal, and she, maybe and maybe I'm being a little insensitive, and I apologize, but. She wants the book deal and the interviews and to be on Oprah crying in a couple of years. And, and, and so she's going to take it all away. So do, do you, do you, girl. Go ahead. But, you know, at this point, it's time to move on. Okay, it's time to move on. That's how I feel about it. Time to move on. I, I just every time I see, see it on TV. And, and for people that are mad because his contract was structured so that his first year he only made a million dollars, so, so if he doesn't play, he doesn't lose. Uh, brilliant. Brilliant. Just saying. Yeah. Now, yeah. let me say this. If he is guilty and did sexually abuse those women, he deserves to be under the jail. It's that simple. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If he did what they accused him of, then he deserves to be under the jail. No football, no contract, no life. Goodbye, good luck. No, actually, no. Goodbye, good riddance. We're moving on. But we don't know, and we probably never will. So let's move on. That's how I feel. Let's move on. Okay. It's a no win situation, God. and I, I agree. It, 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 it could have been a win. It could have been. Yeah, it it, it could have been if but, it was handled differently. Right. 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 Okay. Exactly. So let's so go I, from I think, heavy. I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Good. No, no, you're good. Go ahead. No, I was about to change the subject. I was ready to move on. You good? Oh, I was just going to say, I think between, I think all of us in some way, shape, or form are all kind of in the same boat. There, it, there was, it could, like you said, it could have been a win for for someone in this in this predicament overall, but the way it was handled, nobody won. Nobody won. And there's enough that's already been out there. There's enough that's already been talked about and discussed where we're all, okay, this has gone on since last year. And he sat out all of, of last season, not just because of trying to get traded, but because it was all these allegations that had popped up. So 
there's more behind us now. Let's just move on. If he's worthy of the, the contract, we'll see it on the field. That's really where it's at right now. Okay. All right. We're moving on. Enough on Deshaun Watson. Um, uh, I come up with a game that we're going to play. We're going to play a game, guys, okay? I hope you're ready. Easy game. Um, I saw Jalen Rose's comment about not using the term Mount Rushmore when we refer to the best of the best. And he might have a point. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a history buff. He might have a point. But for this game, we're going to use the term Mount Rushmore. Okay? So here's how the game's going to start. Here's how the game's going to go. We're going to go around. Dr. Chain is going to go first. So, and I got the order. But, and I want you to name one person that you would put on the NFL's Mount Rushmore. Okay? No rules. Whoever you want. Okay? Next person will name a person. Okay? And we'll each get a shot. Now, if you name someone that, so let's just say, I put up Tony Dorsett, okay, great running back for the Dallas Cowboys. And let's say Train doesn't agree. Train can take him off, okay, and replace him with who he thinks should be in that slot. And we're going to keep doing it till we get to four that we agree on, that there's no more, okay, I, I don't see, I, 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 there's no, but I, I can't, we're, de- we're there, we're done. I don't have anybody better than what you guys have listed. Okay? You guys get it? You understand? Got it. Okay. Mm. All right. Dr. Train. Dr. Train. First name. Mount NFL Mount Rushmore. Who you got? Walter Payton. That's a good one. Trying to say you a Bears fan or something? That's what you're trying to say? Okay. Um... <laughs> <laughs> JB, you're next. NFL, Mount Rushmore. LT. Danny? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that was pretty good. All right. Lawrence Taylor, got it. Okay. K Star. My lobby's Brady or nah? Anybody you want. The Mount Rushmore. All right. Well, well you know, it's got to be Brady. Surprised he wasn't first. Tom Brady. Man, you listen to the rules. Jeez, first first day back. Man. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. I gotta, yeah. Okay, Rusty. Okay, we've got Walter Payton, Lawrence Taylor, Tom Brady, and now I'm up. Do we need Jeff music? So, uh, no. See, I'm torn because. If I leave Walter Payton, the game ends with the name that I'm going to throw up there, and then we've got our Mount Rushmore. But I'm not convinced that this is really the Mount Rushmore. But Payton is certainly a consideration. Don't get me wrong. I, I don't have an issue with – matter of fact, he probably next to Emmett, he might be – I mean, Herschel used to be my favorite, one of my favorite running backs until he decided to become a fool. Um, <laughs> you know, over the last couple of years. So now he just destroyed everything I thought about him as an NFL player, as an athlete. Yeah, I didn't think about it. Um, okay, you know what I'll do? I'm going to put my name up and then just give everybody one 
yeah, that, that was a rule. Get everybody one shot to, to replace if you want to or not. All right, so for me, Jerry Rice. So let me just recap. Hmm. We got Walter Payton, Lawrence Taylor, Tom Brady, Jerry Rice, our Mount Rushmore. Now, we all get one shot to replace the name if there's someone that we feel would be better than any of these four names. And I'll start with Dr. Train. I, I, don't, I don't have a replacement. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. If I don't have a okay. I mean, I don't have a replacement because uh, if you'd have taken off Walter Payton, I'd have went Jerry Rice. So, <laughs> you said him, so. Like, Got it. When I, and I guess I, I really, when I look at, did you have to say this and, 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 and be hushed, but I look at who's there and my, my, my mind is saying revolutionizing the game you know, impact to even changing how things were played. So uh, I'm good with the four. Okay. JB, anything you'd want to change? And I'll say the list again. Walter Payton, Lawrence Taylor, Tom Brady, Jerry Rice. I mean, you've got four of the most prolific individuals that have ever played the game, especially from a skill position level. We talk about skill position, wide receivers, tight ends, running backs, quarterbacks, or defensive backs. I mean, darn. I'd like to put Dion in there, but I can't can't take Brady mm. off. I mean, he's got the rings. I can't take Jerry off. I mean, that's that's the GOAT. Hard to take LT off. I mean, Walter Payton, uh, hard-pressed. Hard-pressed for that Mount Rushmore, those four. Yeah, man, I'm hard-pressed to take anybody off. The question is, are you going to? Negative. Yes or no? Okay. Hey, sir. Yeah. Um, oof. I kind of want to take LT off and put Sanders in and put Dion in. I think Dion, you can make a great case he's the greatest defender of all time. You know, he won Wolverines in multiple franchises. You know, he, fucking Neon Dion. You could, you could even name, you could, you could even name. So, like, if you were to go through the Mount Rushmore, right? We can name all the first names or last names and say Brady. We can say Rice. But you know what else we could say? We could say Prime Time. You can say fucking Prime Time, and everyone knows who the hell that is. No one's argue I, with I that. Don't need to be con- I, 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 I didn't ask to be convinced. I'm asking, are you going to take a name off and replace it? Now, I'm, yes, yes, I'm think it, think it, think it, think it through. So, you want to take LT off and replace him with Dion? Dion, yes. Go ahead, boom. Um, so, my own rules state that once the name is removed, it can't be put back up, but. I, I will I will say this. This is a pretty interesting exercise. I I I I I don't see that one even a little bit. I don't see taking Lawrence Taylor off for anybody. Um, Wait a minute, T. Your, your uh, rules also said uh, your rules also said T that we had to agree. Correct. I well, thought you said well, that in the beginning. Uh, agree, uh, agree.
three meaning when it's your turn, you have a chance to remove somebody and replace somebody. But I, I, I initially had said to myself when I was thinking this through, once a name is removed, if that name can be re-brought back, we'll be here all night. <laughs> you know, well, there'll never be an end. You know, so I was kind of thinking once a name is removed, then that name is gone. But you know, in in all in all fairness, I'm sorry, K Star. Like I, I'm not trying to change my own game. You know, it's the first time we're trying this. But to not have Lawrence Taylor on this list is, is just it would to me totally kill the credibility of this list. Like totally. You know, it's, it's literally like not having, you know, you know, Michael Jordan on the basketball Mount Rushmore. You know, um, so, um, but, at, so, so, I what I would have done, I would have left Lawrence Taylor. I would have taken off Walter Payton and put prime time ahead of Payton, and mainly exactly what. Train said, I think Train said this about revolutionizing the game. Walter Payton would go on the Mount Rushmore of running backs, right? So you got Payton, you got Jim Brown, you got uh, probably Barry Sanders. And I still think you got to put Emmett there. He's the all-time leading rusher. He's got three Super Bowls. It's kind of, kind of, you know, that people not considering him one of the greatest is kind of ridiculous to me, but I hear it all the time, right? If Barry had ran behind that line, imagine what Barry would have done. And uh, yeah, I get it. But to me, when you look at the Mount Rushmore of running back, absolutely. And when you look at a top 10 NFL player, I can even, I can even make an argument for Walter because I was a huge Walter Payton fan. I got his jersey, huge Walter Payton fan. But when I look at the game and revolutionizing the game, I'm looking at prime time, took away half the field, LT, unblockable, okay, unblockable, in my uh, opinion. He created the blind side. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The blind you side know? exists because of LT. <laughs> absolutely. Well, I mean, he made, he made the position such a premier position. Yeah, and, and I mean, you could put him anywhere on the field. You could put him at defensive end. You could put him at outside linebacker. You put him at middle linebacker. You can, you know, you can line him up at safety and have him bl- like he could go anywhere. And he was not. I mean, just yeah, I just like I said, I watched his whole career, and I'm just you know, and, and I had to play him twice a year. So I mean, you know, um, terrorized back in the day. Um, so so so. I, I, I don't know. So I guess we'll, I guess I guess we'll stop here. Um, so so, so actually, we have. I I agree with that though, T. What you just said, the replacement you put. I don't. I mean, it's my it's it's the own words that I use. I actually don't mind dropping Walter Payton for for Deion Sanders. Okay. And let's call an audible and do that because. While I agree, yeah. prime time should be on the list, not 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 over Lawrence Taylor. Not replacing the team. <laughs> well, I think that having so, two offensive guys and two defensive guys is nice balance anyway, right? You got your pass rusher and you got your superstar corner, and then you got the goat QB and goat receiver. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I mean, you got. Though, when I found huh? myself watching highlights of an old 
85 Bears film. It was actually it was a it was a 85 Bears game being played on NFL Network in Oakland where they were going up against was it Dallas? Oh Lord, I think it might have been Dallas. Hey man, <laughs> the way I saw Walter Pay run, I was like, God damn, they. Can't really tackle this dude. <laughs> it was amazing. Oh but, uh, well, uh, like I, like I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I watched I I watched it as it happened. Okay. Um, can you guys hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. Yeah, I, 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 I Okay. Yeah. Okay, because my good. Somebody. Okay. JB, you there? I think JB's having some technical difficulties. Okay. Well, JB, we're here. Fix, fix your shit. Boys, we're here. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm older than all you guys. I watched all this shit. I watched it all. And, um, yeah, Walter Walter was phenomenal. Walter was, like I said, he might be my – I mean, I love Emmett, but that's, that's cowboy loyalty and cowboy biasness, okay? So if you take that away and just talk pure running backs, I'm not old enough to have watched – um, Jim Brown in his prime play. Okay, I'm not that old. Uh, I've seen all the videos and I know how great he was. But I, and I watched Barry. Barry was very good. Um, but I always looked at Barry as a good runner, a good running back too, but a good, a, an exceptional runner. But you know, Emmett had the vision, and there were just things that he did that not Barry picking up the blitz and that Barry really wasn't very good at. And that's how Walter was, because Emmett's favorite running back was Walter Payton. Y'all remember Walter Payton wanted Emmett to break his record. You know, he's like, if anybody, if there's anybody out there that I want to break my record, it's Emmett Smith. You know, so, um, but Walter was my Walter was just you know what, five ten, hundred and ninety pounds, and played like played like Jim Brown. He was just incredible, incredible to watch. Anybody listening, if you haven't watched one, unfortunately, you got. Um, a liver disease and passed away at a very young age. But, um, man, you get on YouTube or NFL films, whatever, and you watch Walter Payton, get your popcorn ready. What a treat. What a treat. Um, but that said, so we, we have settled on Lawrence Taylor, Deion Sanders, Tom Brady, Jerry Rice. And I, I don't think anybody can argue with that list. Okay. Cool. All right. Good job, fellas. Yeah, something worked. Okay, let me bring JB back on. JB, are you yes, there? Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. All right. Um, next topic. <laughs> I really wasn't going to put him on the list, but um, I have to find. And I thought I I thought I did. Then I looked on my phone, and it wasn't there. And I don't understand why. I thought I saved it. Let me check real quick. No, it's not there. All right. I'm going to find it right now, and then you guys will know what I'm talking about. And um, I'm curious. I'm curious your thoughts, but hang tight. Hang tight. Uh, Nope, it's not there. Okay. I'm talking about the apology from Antonio Brown. Oh, Lord. I fucking love it. One of my friends. Fucking love me, that, man. Oh, my God. That was incredible. That was incredible. <laughs> AKA the oh. head shape. 
I'll go to find it. Because um, <laughs> I did, I did see it. Let's see. Um, let's see. Apology. Uh, it's it's biggest regret. Right? Apology. Or it something was, like uh, that. Yeah. Biggest, biggest, yeah, it was biggest, biggest regret. regret. That is, yeah, biggest regret. Um, <laughs> I loved it, but 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 you know that's that's a star for you. Um, I wanted to read it. I, I guess I can paraphrase it. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I think I found it finally. I did. Okay. So, <laughs> Antonio Brown. And I'm not even going to repeat the Antonio Brown history. If, you, if you're listening to this show and you're interested in the NFL, I should, you should know who the, who the fuck he is. And you know, uh, My biggest regret in my career doesn't involve calling my GM a cracker or showing up to Raiders camp late in a hot air balloon with frozen feet or throwing rocks at that UPS driver. And it definitely doesn't involve taking my shirt off and doing a victory lap around Jet Stadium mid-game while throwing up deuces. My biggest regret is that I'll never get to see me, Antonio Brown, play a game live. Sure, I can watch the game afterwards, but I can't imagine what that was like for you all to see something like that, like watching the Beatles or Jesus perform at Red Rocks. Now, why do I bring this up, you might ask? What, what, how is that news? It's not. What's news is, is that this dude, less than a week after that, sent a message to Jerry Jones and said, call me. I, I can produce for you guys. Call me. <laughs> so this fool, this fool, after that, and everything else has happened, has the audacity to send a note to Jerry Jones to TMZ to say, call me. <laughs> now, I just, I'm just curious, especially K-Star being that, you know, I remember having arguments on this show about Antonio Brown versus Des Bryant back when they were both in their prime and, you know, um, now neither one of them are in the league. It's funny how things change. Um, uh, AB could be if he had his head on straight. Would would you, as a former huge AB fan, give him another shot? And I'm not saying necessarily with the Steelers, because you know, we already know that ship does sail. But, I mean, is there no, a team out there that you think should give him a chance? Yeah, and I think you know what team it is, too. It's the fucking Cowboys. The fucking Cowboys. It's where he belongs. You guys have a needed <laughs> receiver. It would be hilarious and fun. I would love it, personally. I think it would be great. And he also yeah, has no, a, you yeah. you know, a comp. <laughs> I'm not sure how much you guys would love it. You'd love it on the field on Sunday. But, you know. um, but yeah, no, I think it's a perfect fit. I would love to see him play. I hope he plays again. You know, it's obviously a long shot, but it's only as long as the team is, as it is one team willing to take that risk on a Hall of Fame player who still produced at age 34 last year as an elite player when he was on the field. He gets to play. You guys have a needed receiver. Okay. And I think Jerry's a guy so J- that may entertain him. So, JB, as a huge Cowboys fan, you want him? In the words of my man, Pofolk Williams, man, hell no. What in the crazy nutcracker is this? No. Hell no. I won't even want him as a fan in the stands. Hell no. Don't even get him around Jerry's world. 
<laughs> Shane is cracking up over there. You don't want him. You don't want him. Shane? Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. He just doesn't want to mess with Van and Van. Oh. It's like, dude, I don't even want to sit next to you in the game. <laughs> Look at Shane. Shane's gone. Okay. We don't lost, right? Okay. Oh, man. Would you see... Any role for him in the NFL train? Any team? <laughs> Man, fuck that dude. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And they look at a guy who's like, fuck that guy. <laughs> I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say this. If oh. I'm Jerry Jones, okay, and I'm sitting there looking at, you know, the team and, you know, Cole Beasley is out there. And he's been very productive, was with Dallas. He's a, he's a free agent now. Emmanuel Sanders is out there. I certainly would be looking at some of these players. Um, but I'll tell you what, and I'm not saying this didn't happen. I would have a conversation with his agent. I would entertain the conversation. And I would say, let's talk, because you know your client and you know his history and you know how he's acting. Now he's asking to come play for the star. Why should we give him a shot? Aren't we just pretty much the inevitable is at some point he's going to have a meltdown and he's going to march off the field or he's going to blast us in social media or he's going to videotape, you know, the, the, the coach talking in the, in the locker room. Or we, we already know something's going to happen because everywhere he's gone, it's happened. So – Please explain to me why this guy should get a chance. Please help me understand. And then you have that conversation. And then you say, okay. Now he, the guy tried to sell you that, yeah, you know, but he's getting counseling and he's getting therapy. He's on medication, whatever, and who knows, maybe he's got a new girlfriend and she's hitting him off right in the bedroom or whatever. Okay. Then I say, and I go to Dak, if I'm Jerry Jones. I would go to Dak. I would say, this is your team. This is your offense. Okay. You are the leader. Do you want this guy on this team? If Dak said no, it ends. Okay? It's done. If Dak said, Jerry, I want to win, guy can play, we can get him over here, let's get him. I want to win. We lost Amari. We lost Cedric. We don't know when Gallup's going to be 100%. He's supposed to be back at some point in the first month of the season, but he's coming back from an ACL, so who the fuck knows how long that's going to be. We've got all these younger players. I have a lot of faith in them. But getting that guy, that explosiveness, that experience, but, yeah, he's a head case. So then I would say, have a conversation with him, Dak. You talk to him. And then you come back and tell me what you think. And if you want to take a chance, then I'm going to go back to his agent, and I'm going to say veteran minimum, incentive-heavy contract. The first time he fucks up, he's gone. Not the second, not the third, and, and, it, and it is up to me to determine what a fuck-up is. The first time he's late to anything, he has a bad attitude, he says anything he's not supposed to, the first time he's gone, out of here. We're not going to let it get to the point where it festers and destroys this team. So if he wants a chance to play for the number one franchise in the world, here are our terms. Veteran minimum. Heavy on the incentives, 
the first step out of the first step out of line, he's out of here. If he's ready to do that, oh, and and he needs to make a public apology for his past behavior. He's got to go on TV or go on Instagram or go on whatever and say, I apologize for all my past transgressions. I'm going to try now. I appreciate the Cowboys giving me a chance, and I'm going to try to do the right thing. And to the, and to the, the, the Buccaneers and the Raiders and the Steelers, and I don't even know if I'm missing a team because he done bounced around, I apologize for my behavior, and I'm trying to move forward now and be a better player in the last you know, a few years of my contract. You willing to do all that, Antonio? Give your shot. I give your shot. Step out of line once, you out of here. Now, <laughs> we all know <laughs> we may not make it to game one. <laughs> Antonio Brown was cut by the Cowboys. <laughs> but I, you know what? 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 What's the risk? There's no risk. Everybody know who he is. There's There's not a person in the NFL that don't know who he is. So ain't like anybody's going to have rose-colored glasses expecting to come in and be Jerry Rice. You know, he's not going to come in and be, you know, a model citizen. We already know who he is. But you know what? Hey, give him a chance. And he'll be the joke of the team. Yeah, okay. Yep, great Hall of Fame level. And acting like an asshole. We'll see how long he lasts. You want to come into that? You want to come into this fishbowl? Dallas? Oh, this ain't Pittsburgh, bro. No disrespect intended. This ain't even Tampa with Tom Brady. This is Dallas. This 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 is it. You are this is it. There is no team in sports that gets scrutinized. Maybe the Lakers with LeBron. Maybe. But consistently over the last thirty years, name a team that gets scrutinized like the Cowboys. And ain't out there. You want this kind of pressure? Come on, bro. Come on. Mr. Antonio Brown. That's that's what I would do if I was Jerry Jones. And the chances are it could have already happened and gone nowhere. <laughs> this conversation could have already happened and, you know, it gone nowhere. But, you know, that's what I would do. So there you have it. Well, let me highlight the difference. Let me highlight the difference between the two Cowboy teams here, right? We have T, we have JB. JB who said no, AB is not worth the risk. And also, I put on five condoms on before I have sex. And we have T, who fucks raw. That's what I'm talking about. T, AB is the one that is worth all the risk, AB. I'm telling you, as soon as he makes the fucking plays, no risk it, no biscuit. Cowboys had nothing to lose. Take it. Hey, look, I'm talking about a team that brought in Pac-Man Jones, Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, I can go down the list of people that they T.O., you know, who had three productive years. Okay, he had a little incident, sit-ups in the driveway and all that, but he had three Pro Bowl years with the Cowboys. He was great those three years in Dallas. And I would say he was worth every bit of that headache because he was extremely productive. And, and, you know, let's not even talk about the teams from the 90s and all the Michael Irvin and all that stuff, that, the stuff that was really going on, okay? Like, this, this – like, like this – y'all should read some of the books about the Cowboys. You just shit that happened. You probably don't even know because they don't talk about it no more. But unbelievable, the stuff that's going on. Um, as Jerry – well, Jerry's been owner and before Jerry bought the team. So this is nothing. This one dude, 
who took his shirt off and threw it in the sand and waved deuces. Come on, man. <laughs> that really? Come on, man. That don't even that don't, people in Dallas. That that's that's all you got. <laughs> that's it, man. Come on. <laughs> anyway, all right. Enough on Antonio Brown. Uh, yeah, Antonio Brown. You know, I put Antonio Bryant on my list. I don't know why. There actually was a Cowboy receiver, Antonio Bryant, years ago when Parcells coached. He wasn't bad. He wasn't great. Okay. Um, last topic for the show tonight. We're just getting our feet wet. Last topic. Uh, annoying fan bases. So a poll was done. And the top 12 most annoying fan bases in the NFL, okay? Does anybody want to guess the number one team, number one fan base? Either Dallas or Philly. Okay. It starts with Dallas or Philly. JB, what do you you say? It's going to be Dallas, although it should be Philly. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Train, what do you think? I, I I assume it's Dallas. Okay. Well, you guys are partially wrong. It is not Dallas. It's Philly. That's <laughs> number one. The Philadelphia Eagles. Now, Dallas they, is on the list. They are not. What's that? They booed Santa Claus. Shoot. Mm-hmm. They're wild, man. Booed Santa Claus cheered Michael Irvin when he got uh, hurt and at one point was the only NFL stadium in the country that had a detention center for a rowdy fan. (laughs) Um, All right. So the Cowboys are not number two on this list. The Eagles are one. The Cowboys are not number two. So now take a guess. Ah, ah. Yeah. Steelers. What's that? Steelers. What'd you say? Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, this list of 12, the Steelers are not on this list. Oh, yeah, that's right. We are a good quality fan. Not annoying. Not at all annoying. <laughs> okay. Any other guesses? The Jets. <laughs> the New York Jets are not on this list. It's got to be. It's got to be the Patriots, right? Ding, ding, ding! Patriots yeah. fans. Patriots, the big fine. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, oh yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh yeah, bro. Yeah. Oh yeah, Boston. They're, 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 the New No, all, all, all Patriots fans. They, they, there's a lot of them. You can tell. Here. Yeah. Everywhere. You can tell trains from trains from California. He's far Not away from, from California. It's a transplant. Wasn't <laughs> um, <laughs> there? Well, my wife's a patient of the plan. Okay. They got personal. You guys may, you may have to sit her down and break her the news, man. She's not annoying at all. <laughs> hey, baby, I got something to tell you about your fellow Patriots fans. You know, I don't know how to break this to you, but. Um, y'all are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to go through the list now because I don't know how else to do
do this. So I can't, you know, now it's like, okay, well, who team is next? We don't know. So uh, Eagles, number one, I agree with that. Patriots, number two, I agree with that. Cowboys, number three, I agree with that. I would have agreed with them at number two, and I would have agreed with them at number one. Their fan base, yeah. unfortunately, Stephen A. Smith is right. The fan base, the fan base is delusional and pathetic. I talk to them all the time as a fellow fan, and I feel it is my job <laughs> to educate them on how to be a proper fan. But they don't, they don't understand. Next, they don't like this one. Number four, the Green Bay Packers. Oh wow! Yeah. Number, I guess those yeah. Number five. Number five, the Kansas City Chiefs. Really? I don't really, I don't, I don't know any Chiefs fans, so I, I don't know. Um, six, six is the New York Giants. I agree with that. I would have, I could see them in the top three. Um, their fans are, yeah, I, I agree with that. Let's just leave it there. Um, seven, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> the Washington Commanders. Okay, I understand the need to change names like, the, you know, the Cleveland Indians and the Washington Redskins, and I understand, okay? And I've had a lot of conversations about racism, and I do a lot of DE&I work, diversity, equity, inclusion work, and, and I get it, you know? Um, but that is the – that. I don't – I honestly – just keep it as the football team then. That's what you came up with. Yeah. That's what you came up with. Honestly, Pete, um, I understand why, you know, it was changed and all that stuff. But, like, it just feels – they just don't feel like the same franchise anymore. It seems like they, their identity is just no longer it, – it's just, you know, they feel like – they feel like it's a transplant franchise. It's kind of crazy. I, I like the football team, yeah, but – um, but, but let me tell you, you something. Know, here we are. Let me help you. Let me tell you something. Do you, you're a wrestling fan. Jay's a wrestling oh, fan, yeah. sort of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, train, 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 train. Here's us talk about wrestling. Okay. So do you remember <laughs> the WWF was the WWF? Yep. Do you know the story behind them becoming the WWE? I believe they got, what, sued by the World Wildlife or World Wildlife yes. Federation? Yes, the World Wildlife Fund. The World Wildlife Fund, okay. Fund said they had the name first, and they went to court, and WWE lost. So now you have this mega conglomerate that used to be the World Wide Wrestling Federation, and then abbreviated went down when Vince McMahon Sr. was running it, and then they got rid of the mm-hmm. wide and became the WWF, and, you know, hey, you know, Vince McMahon, like Jerry Jones, like George Steinbrenner, like Al Davis, and some of the best owners, uh, you know, marketing is their thing, okay? Vince McMahon knew how to market, and everybody knew the WWF, right? But what was genius, what was genius (laughs) was when they rebranded the WWF to the WWE. And, JB, I'm going to let you, what was their tagline when they (laughs) rebranded? Get the F out. Yep. Brilliant. <laughs> oh, that was so good. We all got behind it. I mean, it so good. brilliant. I, there, you, oh, man. Bro, whoever 
came up with that tagline when they rebranded to the WWE should be a multi, multi, multi. I don't know who it was, but brilliant. Yeah. One of the best marketing jobs in the history of Ever. marketing. Ever. And now they're the WWE and no one, haven't missed a beat. So why the fuck can't the Washington Redskins, <laughs> excuse me, the Washington <laughs> football team, excuse me, Washington Commander, like that's the best you got? You're a top yeah, five valued <laughs> franchise. Top five valued NFL franchise in the United <laughs> States of America, and you can't pay somebody enough money to come up with a better name and a, and a campaign around something that your fans can get behind, and oh. that's who I feel sorry for. The fucking yeah, fans got to be sitting there like, are you kidding me? The commanders. <laughs> so I have a friend, I have a friend, uh, uh, Coach B, Bernie Hayes, um, he was the uh, old EMB commission, and he's, he's from the D.C. area in Baltimore, actually, Baltimore area, actually. And he was a huge Redskins fan. And I say Redskins for a reason because um, – and, and he, he, you know, he, he was a football team fan, too. Like, he, he, he quit. He quit as a fan. And this was a guy who was diehard. Like, this commander saying it was just too much for him. Like, he hit his breaking point as a fan of football. And, like, he, he, he couldn't arrive with a team anymore. Like that stuff matters, how they market it, how they present themselves, and the ride yeah. that they put their fans through. They should yeah. just get a fucking football team. Or, you know, he's a better name. How about the Washington Win Skins? Why not that? <laughs> fucking better than Commander. That's, that's the name, that name sucks. Not Win Skins. No, sorry, Kista. That's bad. Whew. Win Skins. All right. <laughs> anyway. Woo. Train, you still there? Did we lose you? Nope, still here. Okay, just checking. Number nine, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number 10, the Las Vegas Raiders. Number 11, the Buffalo Bills. And the 12th spot, the Baltimore Ravens. Annoying fan bases in the NFL. There you have it. Okay. Gentlemen, first show, I only plan to do an hour. I uh, wanted to just get our feet wet. There's going to be a lot to discuss as we move as we move forward. We will get the verdict on the Deshaun Watson case soon. Uh, there's players out there like Odell Beckham Jr. Um, could he end up in Dallas, right? Because he's currently a free agent. I thought the Rams were going to bring him back, but so far, no go. Um, there's a lot to talk about. The, the uh, the the, the the Chiefs and the Chargers and the Raiders and the who am I missing? Chiefs, Chargers, Raiders, Dolphins, Broncos, Chiefs, Broncos. Thanks. So many teams that have such Thanks. transition this year. But but I'm talking about that one division. We got to talk about that. Division. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. We've right. got to talk about yeah. the Patriots and the lack of an offensive coordinator. And is that going to be an issue, <laughs> right? You know, and is Mac Jones the guy? We've got to talk about the Eagles and Jalen Hurts. Everybody wants to pick the Eagles, frankly. I love it. I love it. Um, pick the Eagles to win the division, but is it going to happen? We've got to talk about the Steelers, and is Trubisky going to be the answer or not? We've got to talk about Trains Bears. And where are they in the Justin Fields experiment? 
I know Train's going to have a lot to say about that. And how do they look this year? There's a lot. To talk. And Brady retired for six weeks. I don't know what the fuck that was all about. But he's back. But guess what? There's no Gronk, at least not yet. And his O-line <laughs> is a mess. His O-line yep. is a mess. Is this going to be the same Tampa team? We've got to talk about the Rams and Matthew Stafford's um, – is it his elbow? Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we've got a lot to talk about in the next few weeks. Um, oh, and dare I say, Take our division. The, most penalized, the most penalized team in the NFL – Last year was the most penalized team in week one, the Dallas Cowboys. I was disgusted. I watched some of that game, and I had to throw up in my mouth about three times. Um, so <laughs> there's a lot to discuss moving forward. So uh, we will go around and get final thoughts and any of the comments you guys have, and we'll get on out of here. And uh, we're off and running. NFL is back, baby. Uh, let's start with Dr. Train. He's been kind of quiet over there. I always get worried. When Dr. Train is quiet, you know, the quiet ones, you know, be up to something. Dr. Train. Yeah, yeah, y'all good. Y'all had your wrestling story, so. That's what y'all get to explain. No, man, it's good. Good to be back. Show's back. Um, you know, I was, uh, one thing we didn't get a chance to talk about, I was, you know, my heart was looking forward to meeting you guys this year, so we'll at some point love to have a conversation about that. Uh, yes. Outside of, yeah. Um, seeing, seeing my team play for the for the first time under a new coaching uh, regime is uh, refreshing. Um, you can just see a difference in the players uh, on the field, just how they how they're playing the game. So uh, I look forward to seeing what we what we turn into. Um, that's about it. Okay. Okay. Um, real quick, I feel like K-Star, K-Star, that's, that's K-Star. <laughs> real quick, real quick. Um, so we did talk about getting together for the Cowboys-Bears um, game. It happens to fall on my brother's wedding anniversary, and he's got big plans, so he will not make it. Um, I've had some things that I will not discuss on the show, um, that have prevented me from being able to make it as well. Um, and so then Train thought that maybe we could talk about alternatives, um, you know, some way that the four of us could still get together, even if it's not necessarily for that game. Um, he even mentioned, right. floated the idea of coming to Connecticut. And, you know, he could fly up, uh, K-Star could fly up, um, JB would just be coming home. So, um, and could that work? Could we arrange to meet up here in Connecticut? And uh, so that's something we can talk about offline. I kind of like that idea because it would be very easy for us to do a show live. I, I've got three or four spots that will open, open arms, let us come in and do a Madden voice if we wanted to. So uh, live in front of, you know, packed sports bar, which would be Pretty cool. Um, so we could have that conversation offline to see if it's possible. But um, I've met K-Star, although it's been years. <laughs> um, but as yep. I could say, I've, I've met him a couple of times at tournaments. Um, um, I yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
but, you know, <laughs> got to meet Dr. Train in person, man. This shit is just ridiculous. This is ridiculous. You know, ridiculous. Shit, Dr. Dr. Train and I could write a book. Seriously. We could write a book. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> two friends that never met. Right? We, could, we could write a book. Seriously. <laughs> Um, anyway, so we had a conversation at some point. Um, uh, JJB, your final thoughts, comments, anything you want to add? To get the feet wet, ran and ready to continue to get the rest of the um, information flowing and, and discussion flowing. So good opening start. Looking forward to next week. Looking forward to more content. Okay, cool. Uh, okay, star. Yeah, so I'm happy to announce that me and uh, I'm taking my daughter to Steelers game this Saturday. It's in Jacksonville. You know, it's only preseason. It'll be her first football experience. Um, so I'm looking forward to that this Saturday at 7 p.m. We'll have a good time. And uh, it's football season, baby. We're looking forward to seeing George Pickin play football. Remember that name. I I saw the ending of your preseason game because – NFL Network was kind of brought showing the end of your game and then transitioning to the Cowboys. So I actually saw that last touchdown. Yeah. At, uh, I think it was yeah. he had that won the game for you guys. So, yeah. yeah. Um, last thing I'll say, um, um, you know, a couple of years ago, we used to do segments that, not and I don't mean the special segments that we did. You know, we did we did special segments, and JB had his. You know, we all had a special day, and, and we may go back to that. Um, but what I really liked was when you guys hosted a topic, not just a special segment, right? But like, you know, it was a topic of interest that you guys had, and so you led the conversation. And I, and I think we need to do that more often, where you guys come up with something that you really feel passionate about, you really feel strongly about, and you want the floor, you want to lead the discussion, you know. So just give that some thoughts, you know, because even I get tired of hearing my voice sometimes, okay. And I love me some me, but damn it, there's four of us on the show. So um, so just give that some thoughts. That's all I'm saying. Give that some thoughts. But we will have those other segments. We'll, bring, we'll be bringing, you know, Bonafide, Bonafront, and, um, I can't remember the other ones that we used to do, but those 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 are kind of like you know the Madden voice staples. So we'll be bringing those back too when the time is right. But um, all right. So on that note, um, this felt really good to jump back in again and, and to host the show. And I am looking for new music. Um, this is the sixth year of this opening. Um, I'm tired of it, <laughs> and every few years I like to change the opening. So. Hopefully by game one, I will have a new opening for the show. So pray for me. Um, so for Dr. Train, for JB, and for K-Star, the Madden Voice is back. Uh, tell your friends we're free on iTunes. We're free on – I got to get the list because we're free in a lot of places. I'm going to get the list and mention that next week so everybody knows how to find us. In the meantime – Podcast addict what as well. Yeah. Yeah. What he said. Traps. Yeah. There you go. Um, in the meantime, remember what we always say here on the show, all feuds get settled right on the field. Good night. We'll see you next Tuesday night. Oh, shit, I'm rusty. I don't have the, I don't have the goodbye music queued uh, up. I'm oh rusty, God. guys. Here we go. It's a preseason for us, <laughs> right. too. It really is. <laughs>
right. See you next week. <laughs> Bye.